The opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. All right, it is Fashion Month. That means I'm going to give you the Fashion Month update. Uh, we talked about New York a couple of shows ago. New York has gone, can't come and gone. London has come and gone, and we are currently into Milan. Milan's Fashion Week is happening now as we speak. So let's roll back a bit and talk about London. London Fashion Week, I thought it was going to be canceled. I wasn't sure, or just very, very slimmed down as New York's, New York's Fashion Week was. It was not, um, but it was digital, obviously. Now, um, if you are keeping up with the global situation. England just came out of lockdown. So that would, which is why, and I knew that, which is why I thought, okay, London Week won't have any fans. So fans, fans, spectators, <laughs> fans and spectators. So, and that's exactly what happened. It was digital only. Um, and okay, I'm gonna, just going to go over my favorite show in London was Moschino. So Jeremy Scott, who is the di- designer for Moschino, always known for extravagance, always known to me, a Moschino show, I've been to Moschino shows before when he has shown in New York, I have to say is um, the true, if you want the the theater type of atmosphere, if you want to go, there's different types of shows, okay, lots of different types, but the most common are obviously the runway style show or presentation. And um, often, you know, the runway style show, okay, it's great, it's fine, there's lots of loud music pumping, there's kind of a theme, usually a backdrop, maybe the runway is decorated or not, or, you know, lit, and that's it. It's very kind of striking, very staccato, very um, matter-of-fact, the, the, um, and it's all about the clothes, and that's what it should be. Then there is the runway show or presentation, usually it's a runway show, that is more theatrical. And it's like a party, it, there's a theme, there's um, like a strong theme, and there's just more to it. And it becomes, to me, it becomes like you're watching a dream of the designer. You're watching their vision. So this is exactly what happened. And because it was digital, I have to tell you, some of the digital shows that I've been watching are almost better than just the straight up runway show because these are like little mini films. That's what's happening now. Um, Does it take away from the live, you know, in-person runway show? No, it doesn't. There's nothing like that energy, but that, you know, obviously that's you're comparing something that's a personal, almost tangible experience versus, you know, digital. So obviously the digital way can be more explorative and more creative because it's digital. And that's exactly what he did. It was like, so it's a mini film. By the way, it's on YouTube. So you can Google this. Just put it in the search bar um, of YouTube. So type in Moschino. M-O-S-C-H-I-N-O. Um, just type in Moschino 2021 or Moschino Show 2021, whatever. You will find it. And it's a little film basically inspired by the 1939 film The Women, one of my favorite movies, by the way. Um, I like the original and the remake. <laughs> um, and it's it's just really cool. I really loved it. So we saw uh, Haley Bieber came out. She opened the show, Justin Bieber's wife. And she's so lovely. My gosh, she's just so beautiful. 
one thing I really love about her, when I see her in print ads or or on a runway, she's not I, – I don't think she technically calls herself – maybe she does. She is a model. She does modeling. But to me, I don't classify her as a, a, a true – uh, runway model. I consider her a model. She does modeling. Yes. I mean, what I mean by that is to me, she does more than that. And it's so clear when I watch her movement. One, one thing I look at when I watch a runway show is like not just the clothes, but the movement of the girls. And I'm sure that comes because I have a strong dance background, you know, for basically my whole life. I always danced as a hobby. So I noticed that. It's important to me, and I noticed that, and I appreciate when one is extremely graceful. Not all models are graceful. <laughs> I've seen some kind of clodhoppers. Um, she is just, and I know she has a strong ballet background. I, I saw an interview one time that she gave, and she talked about it. So there is this, this sense of elegance that she, the way she carries herself. And she opened the show, and I loved her look. So the first little part of the show was kind of broken up into different vignettes. Um, it had a little narrator, this woman that was talking about, almost pretending that we were in 1930s. Um, and, um, how the women would look, you know, like, oh, now they're going to be in New York City lunching or, you know, now they'll be in a shopping spree, uh, you know, whatever. And, uh, the first section, the first vignette was all black and white houndstooth. You know, I love a good print. I love, and more than anything, I love menswear-inspired prints for women on very tailored clothing, my favorite, absolutely hands down. So if you remember, or if you listened to the show two, maybe two weeks ago, I talked about the Allison Olivia show that happened, which is one of my favorite brands. And what did I talk about? They Their theme there was Gossip Girl. It was kind of an ode to New York City, Gossip Girl, Upper Upper East Side meets downtown meets Brooklyn, and it was a little bit of very prep school inspired. So there were lots of uniform looking things. There were lots of plaids. And my favorite, there was houndstooth, uh, houndstooth print. So um, done in a women's silhouette, very tailored. Oh, love it. Died. So that was my favorite silhouette. There were co- or my favorite vignette. There were a couple other vignettes where there was like, you know, very green and yellowy prints, kind of uh, natured inspired. Then there was sort of a jungle print. It was lots of snake skin. It was really cool. By the way, Dita Von Teese, if you're familiar with her, the famous burlesque dancer, she was also in it. She closes the show and it's pretty hilarious. I suggest you watch and you have to wait for it. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. You have to watch the end of the show. She's wearing a really beautiful red gown and she, you know, walks out and closes the show. And that's all I'm going to say without giving it away. So anyway, it is on YouTube, Moschino Show. I suggest you check it out. It's really cool. And uh, the title of the show is Jungle Red. I think, I believe that was a lipstick from back in the day that was highly coveted. Yes, that was from the film, actually, Jungle Red. Um, so that was my favorite. All right, moving on to Milan, because that's happening as we speak. So a few shows have already happened. Some of the big guns, I believe, are not showing this year, like Gucci and Versace. Um, and, uh, one show that has happened is Prada. So Prada, once again, I have to say, so let me pause for a minute. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately uh, because I'm doing a little bit more driving than I used to. And um, one of the podcasts I was listening to was called Diet Prada. Actually, it wasn't the podcast. The podcast was Barney's from – I thought, oh, this might be cool listening. Obviously, it's an older podcast, 
as in Barney's New York, and it was from 2018, 2019. I was listening to, and they were interviewing the uh, creators of Diet Prada. Diet Prada used to be, I don't know if it's still around. I'm not sure what's happened since the pandemic. But they basically were a team of two people that would sort of uh, blog and write and showcase um, and kind of call out designer knockoffs. Like, you know, hey, kind of put a spotlight on it. Hey, that's not right and so on. And they would work with brands and they would just kind of bring awareness. That's in general what they did. They did talk about a lot of other things. So this interview was with the two people that came up with uh, the blog Diet Prada. And as I was listening to this, I was – and they were saying how they were big fans of Prada, you know, hence the name. And I was thinking to myself, in a perfect world, if I had – hit the lottery and I could have my dream wardrobe, I think more than half of it would be Prada. You know, if money was no op- uh, option, money was no uh, concern, um, yeah, I would I would say it was – I really love it. And there's specific collections. And I wouldn't say I'm a – oh, I'm just a huge, like, Prada lover. I am – that's not true. I am, but I don't own a lot of Prada. I do own some shoes – I may or may not have a handbag here or there. Yeah, I think I do old, old. Um, I don't own a lot of product clothing, if any, maybe like one piece. Um, yeah, and the shoes I own, I've owned for years and years. Um, so I have some Miu Miu stuff as well, which is the kind of sister line to to Prada. Um Anyway, I was just thinking that my dream wardrobe, there's certain collections like spring of 2011, I've just sticks in my head. I love, she's really known for these amazing prints done so well and in such a feminine silhouette. So got me thinking. So their show was this. The inspiration was change. Hmm, that's not a, that's an easy one to figure out. But there were lots of sort of jacquard knits, lots of faux fur state, statement coats, and again, this is for fall 2021. Um, Menswear-inspired suiting, once again, my favorite. So I was uh, happy to see that. And overall, I, I liked it with lots of bold colors again. And, uh, you know, I like seeing a striking gem-toned faux fur coat. I think, I think faux fur has come such a long way, and it's made really well these days. It used to look like, you know, the fluffy bath mat you can buy at Ikea. <laughs> used to look like that. I remember those days. I think I owned a, a coat or two like that. And God forbid, if you got wet, stuck in, caught in the rain, or or if someone lit a match near you, that's it, you're done. Um, but faux fur has come a long way. I now, I think every one of my, I don't think, I have one real, yeah, I have one real coat. And by the way, it's vintage. So I feel like that's okay. <laughs> um, but all of my coats, I the fur coats that I own are faux fur, and they are so soft and lovely, just done really, really well. So looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing when this stuff hits stores. You know, sometimes I'll go back and I'll remember, okay, so this is probably going to hit stores or, or websites, maybe I should say, somewhere around the summer months, July, August, I want to say. And I like to kind of see things in person. I'll remember certain things that stuck in my head, and then I'll go look at it in person and think, wow, that's so interesting to see it up close and to touch it and to feel it and to see the craftsmanship of the piece. Um, It's kind of nice to to be able to do that, even though I'm not buying it. You know, it's usually not in my budget. But it's nice to kind of see the the product uh, up close and personal. It's always a good, I'll tell you, a good place to do that. Bergdorf Goodman. That place is just, you know, 
it's like the be all end all for me, you know. And and again, it doesn't. I go in there so many times. I'm not shopping in there. Maybe once in a while, I might. Um, but um, I am seeing different things and really appreciating quality and how things are made um, when you're in there. Not to mention, it's just a beautiful store. Anyway. Back to my fashion week. So the other show that I loved was Fendi. So Fendi, of course, I'm a a huge fan of that brand as well. And the creative director, her name is Kim Jones, interesting, made an interesting statement. And, you know, I fully support this. (laughs) She said, first of all, sales have been up. She said people are buying all the things they normally buy. You know, in particular, when it comes to designer, as as we all know, um, luxury items, it's all about the handbags. The sh- sometimes shoes, but, you know, luxury items, belts, scarves, handbags. That's usually what people buy as the introductory to into luxury goods. So maybe someone is not, you know, a, a Fendi dress or blouse is not in your budget, or maybe you're just not into it, but you can appreciate a Fendi hand, handbag. And so on. So that's usually the way it goes. And she said people are buying it. There are also there's an element of dressing up that people are craving. That is a quote. An element of dressing up that people are craving. And I loved that statement. I just wanted to stand up and give her a, a standing ovation. You know, in in my home. <laughs> um, I couldn't agree more. I'm seeing it more and more. I personally am. So maybe that's why I'm so sensitive to this. Um, but Uh, Just about every client I talk to, even some of my peers that I talk to, there's maybe one person out of every eight people that I talk to that say, oh, no, I'm I'm good with staying in sweats or loungewear or whatever it is they want to call it. Um, mostly everyone's like, I can't wait to, and then you just fill in the blank. And it's usually requires some sort of outfit, you know, go meet my friends, travel to see my family, go to an event, whatever. Well, that all requires some, it requires not wearing sweats. I'll tell you that much. So, um, yeah, I agree. People are craving. So the theme was palette, a palette cleanser. Again, interesting. I thought, oh, that's a good choice of, uh, of words, I guess, to name of show. So lots of wool shorts, lots of oversized handbags. We've been seeing handbags have the sort of the silhouette of handbags has just been getting smaller and smaller. Um, we've seen the micro, the minis, the smalls. Um, another quick story, I happened to be in a Fendi boutique recently last weekend and I was talking to the gentleman, very nice gentleman that worked there, who was so lovely and so helpful. And there was a particular bag I wanted. I just wanted to see it in person. I wasn't buying one. I just wanted to see it. Kind of, you know, note to self, okay, maybe that gets put on my wish list. So I went in, I asked for this particular bag. And then there was another bag that was very similar but slightly different. And he was telling me the difference between the two and how it's made and how they updated it. And I said, oh, well, what size is this? And he said, oh, that's, that's the small no, he said, that's the micro. And I said, okay, micro. So then is there a small? And he said, no, th- then it just goes to medium. And I said, okay, that's very confusing. <laughs> and he laughed and he agreed. I said, every brand has their own version of what's micro. Now, mind you, micro, this bag was not tiny. I, I would never spend, I really wouldn't spend any money on a teeny tiny bag because it's useless for me. But I would buy a small bag, small meaning like eight by 10. To me, that's small, you know, Micro is like teeny, teeny, tiny. What are you fitting in there? Maybe a lipstick, 
and, and your mask nowadays. That's about it. Some of them don't even fit a cell phone. So anyway, every um, brand has their own lingo and their own sizes, and every brand has been shrinking the handbags. So it was nice to see Fendi come back with an oversized bag. Now, there's, you know, the shift is also the other way, the big, 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 big bags, which I don't love either. You can't really, they're not really practical. They hurt your shoulder. They're not good for you to carry on your shoulder. They get heavy. The more, if you're like me, the more, the bigger the bag, the more junk you carry around. So I feel like there's some sort of a happy medium, um, not a micro, not oversized but I did see oversized bags on the Fendi show in the Fendi show and um, lots of again fur coats lots of very tailored and fitted they weren't boxy and oversized more tailored and fitted and uh, knitted crop little crop tops with a matching pencil skirt loved so here we are the twin set this is a version of a twin set it's not going away I talked about this last season this season, probably two seasons ago, the twin set, the new version of the twin set is basically two pieces that match. So it's a top and a bottom. Twin set years ago used to be a, a cardigan and an underpinning. Now it's maybe a, a skirt and a matching top or a blazer and matching pants. So it becomes a twin set or suit or suiting, whichever you want to call it. But this particular um, look was sort of like a knitted crop top. And again, you could take away from that, well, maybe you're not going to wear the crop top, but maybe you'll wear some sort of a little sweater that matches the um, pencil skirt, which I love that silhouette as well. Um, so that's it. That's it for so far. As I said, um, it's still happening. It goes another couple of days. So probably next week I'll talk a little bit more about about Milan. And then the piece de resistance is Paris. Paris um, Fashion Week is by far. I think Milan is probably my favorite, but fa- but Paris is probably a close second. So that is definitely coming up. Um, and yeah, those are my notes so far and I will definitely keep you updated on what's, what's, I feel like also what happens in Milan and Paris is the, the bigger, stronger trends carry through and we will see that here come the fall. So, and again, it's a, I like to say it's a watered down version. So if we're seeing lots of faux fur on the runways, we will see lots of faux fur in bold colors hit the stores come the fall winter so that's why I kind of like to always keep my eye on those shows plus they're very dramatic and and over the top and I love them so (laughs) on that note uh okay coming up after the break spring denim trends on Amazon you won't want to miss this one stay with us on 1490 WGCH Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do.
Welcome back to Fashion Friday. We are talking trends, denim trends, spring denim trends. Before I get into that, I'd like to give you a bird update. And Bob just walked back into the room, so I'm glad you're here for this. Bird update and herb garden update now. I've got two. Um, The Cardinal's back. I don't know if he was back last time I talked about it. Both the male and the female. Oh. They're back. And yeah, I was surprised because it's winter. So I'm, I'm putting more food out more and more to stay consistent. The Cardinal has been making an appearance more and more. And I was so happy. I don't know why. I don't know what's changed. I didn't see the Cardinal for months. Hmm. So I'm not sure what, why. But now I'm seeing him. He's back. And his wife is back too. Lovely. And, <laughs> and there's some other new bird. I don't know. I wish I knew more about birds. But these little, little guys that are a little colorful, they're coming too. I don't know who they are. Oh. But the one thing... Okay, so here's the thing I can't wait. I'm looking forward to. Happens every year. And I wish I could remember exactly when it happens, but I know it's spring. So probably I'm thinking April, maybe March, April, May in there. Um, Separate from where the bird feeder is. Uh, under my deck. So my basement is ground level, okay? Mm -hmm. So it has a walkout door. So I've got these sliding glass doors. So the sliding glass doors, you walk out, and if you look in this one little corner under my deck, every year a bird builds a nest there every year and there and then lays eggs and it's so it's one of my favorite things about Hmm. my house i have to say (laughs) but on the outside in the interior there's lots of favorite things but it's one of my favorite things i love watching this happen and it's just so cool i'm always worried like my dogs are going to disrupt them but they don't they don't mind and i always see when the mom is in there first i see when she's making it there's like all these like strings and strands of hay and Hmm. twigs and stuff on the ground then I see it starting to be made. Then it's made. Then she's in there. She's not in there for a while. Then all of a sudden she's in there. And then obviously little chicks come. Eventually the little net, I just leave it. And eventually it falls down. Hmm. And usually we pick it up, you know, whatever. And uh, last year there was a little egg dropped on. T- so this is under the deck. It was up on top of my deck on my table. There was oh. like, it was so cool. Yeah, just a little egg, a little, little tiny egg. Huh. It was really cool, yeah. And I was like, wow, she must have been carrying that and dropped it. And, but it wasn't cracked, which is the weird thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. Unless a squirrel, I don't know. Really? But I thought it was so cool. So anyway, um, so that's the update. Birds are back. Herb garden is flourishing. We are now cutting herbs almost like every two days because it's getting so big. Um, we're cutting mint. We have dill. We have parsley. We have two kinds of parsley. Um, and we have something else. We have basil. So we are enjoying it. We think it's really cool because, you know, I'm not a gardener. Um, but I'm also very excited to get this veg truck, which I keep talking about. It's going to happen um, soon. I'm going to do it. I don't want to do it too soon because I know I'm going to be excited to do it. So I don't want to get it and have to wait. So I'm probably going to buy it next month, I think sometime in March, once the weather starts showing, you know, that it's better. Hmm. So that's my update. Very happy to say I also looked into more little bird feeders. Um, I have the one that's the suction cup up against the glass. I looked into other ones that I think maybe squirrels can't get to. They have a much smaller little hole for the birds, and they're still clear where you can see them. So they're made of plexi, and the bird goes in and eats, and you can just see them, but it's a smaller hole. So. All right, moving on. So that's my update. Moving on, I want to talk about spring denim trends that I found on Amazon, which I love, love, love this idea, which means very affordable and very on trend and very, um, 
not even so much on trend. I like all of all of these um, different styles because I think they anyone can wear them. So denim, 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 time to enter the world of real pants, people. If you haven't already, sweats exit stage left, and here are the trends that I like that I found on Amazon. First and foremost, a nice transition. If you've been wearing a lot of leggings, a lot of workout wear, a lot of lounge wear, a nice transition is sort of a wide leg or looser fit. And this is flattering to all. I found a pair on Amazon. They were Levi's and they were 70 bucks. And nowadays for jeans, yes, I know you can get jeans cheaper, but if you want a premium denim, that's the key, something that's better quality, well-made, and is going to last, and something that's like a more of an on-trend cut, premium denim can run, I mean, I've seen two, three, four hundred bucks from premium denim. Mm. Um, So this is a great bargain. If you like premium denim, but don't like the price tag, um, Levi's is the way to go. So it's a wide leg trouser, but not super wide. Don't think like bell bottom or just, you know, the width of your thigh, maybe with a little bit more room. So there'd be a little room in them. I don't think these have stretch in them because they didn't look like that type. Um, just a you know a straight up straight leg, um, a little bit wider than a straight leg. I want to say a little. Loved it. Um, also, I saw distressed distressed denim is back again, but a little less. So more of a '90s look. Um, there was a trend we saw a few seasons ago where it was very very distressed. I hate that. I don't like it. I think it just looks sloppy. Where you know the whole front of the thigh was like open. I remember seeing this and thinking, oh please no, this just looks so. I don't know. It just looks really awful. Um, so I'm seeing a lot, but less of that. So a little bit of a t- rips or tears maybe in the knee. Okay, fine. A little bit is fine. Less manipulation, more of a 90s look. And then lastly was a, a dark and faded trend we're seeing. I love this. This is great. So it's basically black denim, but slightly faded. Love this. Why? Because black denim, as we know, is always more dressier. It's always something that, um, you know, it could be office appropriate um, or work appropriate. And it's a little bit more spring-like. I think the fadedness gives it a little bit more lightness to it and a little bit easier to wear. It can be a little bit more casual, but you can still feel really pulled together. Everyone should always own a pair of dark denim in their wardrobe. The thing I find with black jeans in particular is the fit is always a little different. You can have the exact same style, same brand, same cut, same size in blue and in black denim, and the black is always going to fit you probably a little bit more snug. It's the dye. Trust me, it's the dye in it. Um, so um, sometimes you want to take that into consideration. When something is faded, it's probably washed, pre-washed, which is a good thing. So um, you're more likely to wear the same size as the blue pair. Um, and that's it. Those are my denim trends for spring, which are all very, very affordable on Amazon. Make sure to check that out. And don't forget, if you don't already follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram. It's wardrobe underscore N-V-E-N-V-Y. I've got lots of posts on trends and hopefully some inspirational posts. Thanks for listening. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Under President Trump's administration, about 300 children crossed the border in an attempt to get into the United States. President Biden touting open borders during his campaigning. A Customs and Border Protection staffer told Biden officials Thursday 